0: Welcome to Behind the Body, the ultimate podcast exploring all things health, fitness, and lifestyle for women of all ages. Join your hosts, Andrea and Anna, as they bring you expert insights, personal anecdotes, and practical tips to help you live your best life. Whether you're a fitness enthusiast or just starting out, Behind the Body has got you covered. So grab your headphones, turn up the volume, and let's dive in. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Behind the Body. I'm Andrea. I'm Anna. Today, we are going to talk about my bodybuilding journey. Um, I am now eight weeks away from my first show of the 2023 season. And so I am deep in a prep, I would say.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. So, so much emotions, this prep. You can say so far, so good, but definitely (laughs) we have been you know going together through another very hard prep yeah and i think it's gonna be amazing you share you know with everyone who's watching us listen to us a little bit about you know what you do again the the name of the podcast is behind the body exactly because we want to show what is happening going on behind the beautiful pictures and videos and everything that uh, you guys see on the social media. Yeah, And I'm so excited because you made me learn so much in the last three years. (laughs) (laughs) And the way that we work together is so good. So if you can help people out there, you know, with some tips and using York ER as an example is going to be so good.
0: So. I'm excited to talk about it because, you know, I think on my Instagram, especially I put photos, videos that are like commemorate where I am, you know, but it's like their workouts or their, you know, boomerangs with you after a workout. But like what it doesn't depict is all the hard work that goes on behind the scenes, you know, and like all the blood, sweat and tears that are involved in those pictures. So the first place to start is what is prep, right? And this is the time where a physique athlete spends dieting down and working towards getting stage lean, right? Is that a good way to put it?
1: Yeah. And also the prep is when like you have no skills. It's when you give you like 110%. Yep. Even I, I have to say off season is still a prep. But it's a, with a different goals. Yeah. Because since we start to work together, you never head off. Yeah. And know? I think we'll talk about like what yeah. that looks like as an athlete, right? Because yeah.
0: it's 24-7. First of all, for those of you who may not know a lot about competing or about my competition journey, I compete in the bikini division. I started... In 2021, that was my first year, I turned 40 years old for those of you who may have not seen like my interview episode, I turned was turning 40 in 2021. And I set it as my goal to do a bodybuilding show. I don't know why. I didn't know anybody who did bodybuilding. I just felt like I needed to, you know, like take control of my aging and figure out how to like reverse that or at least go into my 40s feeling my ultimate best and looking my best. And so I picked the um, bikini division, which there are like, I don't know, four or five other divisions for women because it's. It's the less muscular division. It is more like a beach body physique. So it's in a physique that I personally like, aspire to look like. And I also think it's just more conducive for the way that my body builds muscle and holds on to muscle. And let's be honest, at 40 years old, I'm not going to go out and build, you know, a ton, a ton of muscle. Just, it's just not, you know, it it would take a really, really long time.
1: It is so important when, you know, if you are there watching, listen to us, and you want to do a show, it's very important you see the way that you're gonna, if you like the way that you're gonna look like, because for example, have the divisions that are in the off season you're gonna look like healed. Yeah, because you have
0: all that muscle plus plus Plus. and the fat that you occur that you gain in the off season,
1: which is normal. And bikini, I don't know, I, I love a bikini division too. I have done 18 shows as bikini athlete, and yeah, I think for your body type for sure the way that we do, it is bikini 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And so
0: 2021, I decided to compete. I started my prep and I did a 16 week prep, which is pretty standard for somebody who doesn't have like a ton of fat to lose. I was already starting with a pretty decent muscle base, you know, like I had always worked out, but I wasn't working out with intention, so to speak. I was working out as just an effort to work out and to feel better, right? If might feel my best in doing cardio, a bunch of cardio, and then you know, moderate
1: weights. What I can say is for me when I see the the way that a woman works out here in USA is very different the way that we work out in Brazil. Mm-hmm. Now it's much better. We have at the gym much more exercise for glutes, you know, not only squat, but all the glutes uh, machines and you guys are working on different, yeah. you know, I think what happened to you was what happened with most of the women and then they are like, oh, but if a Brazilian have a butt, it's yeah. not like that. Well, <laughs> well
0: <laughs> I think you're genetically blessed and also blessed with having a very heavy glute emphasis at the gyms in Brazil.
1: You are the proof that the right workout make the whole different. Your body composition has changed so much. And it's what I'm tell about, you know, I think the bodybuilding is bringing to the gyms, to the fitness now, much more options for women go to the gym. Before here, you see like all the squat machine. But if you don't squat right... You're not going to get in much of your glutes. Yeah. Even squat is still one of the best exercises for glutes. Right. So, what are, we're going to talk more deep about this, but what I can say and can tell about your progress it's that you are working away heavy and harder your upper body than your lower body your entire life.
0: This is true. It, that's true that I did. And I'll tell you why. Because Um, genetically I'm not blessed with glutes. We mentioned in a few uh, previous episodes, but Anna is my coach and my trainer and my posing coach. And my best friend.
1: So she has... Don't forget the best friend part, okay?
0: (laughs) She wears a lot of hats and is with me every step on the journey in life, right? So um, we know that my glutes are long. I have a long glute muscle. And so as a result, I think that genetically, my body and physically, it tends to not use my glutes as much. I tend to be more quad focused, you know, quad heavy, um, dominant is the word I'm looking for. Uh And... Because I have a long glute muscle, it's really hard to develop like nice round glutes, right? And I think subconsciously, I just sort of avoided heavy lifting for glutes, thinking I'm never going to get that physique and focused on the body parts that I do see results in, like my shoulders, like my abs, that kind of thing, right? And I see results there very quickly. So it's like, naturally, I'm drawn to that before bodybuilding. So yeah and that i thought that was good enough but i was always self-conscious about my glutes i felt like i had a body that like from the front looked pretty decent you know and then i turn around and my glutes literally look like i never worked out a day in my life
1: (laughs) yeah and that that if you are there feeling the same that is not true (laughs) i mean i'm i have a good genetic for my lower body but my upper body always was my struggle when i was athlete I'm okay about it, but it, yeah. when you need to look in the, you know, in a way, a specific way, and we are going very hard on ourselves, is like hard to get it like everything, you know, trust me, if you're good in your lower body, your upper body is going to be a weakness, weakness and when vice you, versa,
0: there's yeah. always going to be something about your body that you're like, oh, I wish it was, you know,
1: different, but aside, so we start to like, do the work, the right to work for her. You know, the glutes has, I can say safely that we work in four different areas, you know, not only three as everyone see, but four because the time is still part of the glutes exercise. Yeah. And we had put in like, how many workouts, 100, 200? No, we've
0: had like probably now 215 workouts that we've done together. And we had and trying
1: everything. Yeah. And the point is, when she's doing, I'm asking her, where are you feel in the exercise? Because some exercise that I do, I feel she doesn't. And they can happen the opposite too. And why am I telling you that? Because it's not by to do what the internet is showing right. that you're going to get it. You need to get it the, your glutes activated. Glutes is very specifically hard, different muscle to work. It's not like a leg, like your quads, that you're going to do leg press, you're going to squat, you're going to do some exercise lunges. You got that. The tension are there. The glutes are smaller. So what happens? When you go too heavy, if your glutes is not prepped for that, you're going to use your quads, right. your hands your glutes is not going to even show up. (laughs) They're going to be like, oh, Oh you guys working over there? (laughs) Oh, guys, I'm here. Over here, look at you. So it's why it's so important, the knowledge. I'm not only there to tell her what to do, but I'm also there to teach her how to active, how to feel. And it's, again, it's why it's so important, this connection. It's why you have me transforming and, you know, your progress, your improvement. It's so amazing.
0: Yeah. Well, let's talk about the first show because let's talk about where I started, right? Yeah. I mentioned I have a long glute muscle, but let's talk about how that affects me in the show. So upon wanting to have this goal to do a bodybuilding show and start prep, I I looked on the internet because I happened to be vegan or at the time I was vegan. So I needed a vegan bodybuilding coach and they were very far and few between like I, nobody, nobody could help me find one. So I found one on the internet. Um, so he was a, a coach online coach for me and he started me on a 16 week, week prep. At the same time I met Anna for my, as my posing coach. And so um, for those of you who may or may not know, posing is a huge part of bodybuilding. It's, it's particularly important for, well, for all divisions, but bikini, it's, it's such a subjective division that you really need to have everything on point. It's a whole It's a whole look and presentation. Think almost like a beauty pageant, but also physique, right? Like your hair and your makeup and your tan, your suit, your suit color, your hair color, your posing routine. All of these things have to be on point as well as your body, right? So uh, so Anna would help me pose. And then I was like, so then we, I did the show. I went on to, to slim down. I was, I mean, and that was the first time I was like, oh my God, this diet, what the fuck did I get myself into? It was so extreme. And now it's like a normal thing. But back then I was like, this is crazy. Dieting down to like very low calories, very low carbs, very low fat. I'm irritable. I can't manage my social life because I'm just so tired and so hungry. But like everything sort of like goes. My husband, thank God, he's like, I don't know what's going on. But like, I'm here. I'm here for it. But like, what is this? What's happening? And um, we get ready for the show. And I am leaner than I've ever been in my entire life. And I I do think I got body fat tested. I think I was like at 6.4, 6.5% body fat, something along those lines. So I had, so I got really, really lean. I go and do my routine. I did four different classes. um, So I competed in four different, different times um, that night. And I think I got like first, second, third and fourth. And it was nothing to write home about. It was like, eh, it was Okay. And my posing routine, as much as you tried, I was still awkward, like a baby giraffe, you know,
1: <laughs> up on the stage. Oh my God, you're a stalker. I'm embarrassed. I'll, <laughs> if
0: I can figure out how to post something for my routine on this YouTube video, I'll post it. But um, the great thing about this sport is if you would like, the judges will give you feedback based on what you presented on stage.
1: Yeah, and that it's, uh, we're gonna have an entire episode talking about this, mm-hmm. but it's what this sport is bodybuilding. Yeah. you there, your first show is not supposedly, you'll be ready, right? You're gonna be your best, but you're just you're gonna get better and better. Yeah. And that is the best part. That's what
0: I love about it. Yeah. And, and to that point, I thought, I'm just gonna compete once. Of course, that's it. Like, just my goal when I turn 40, this is what I wanna do. And then after I got that judge's feedback, I was like, I'm going, I'm getting back in the gym and I will come back because I don't, there's something so addicting about the ability to like, you know, get judged on your physique, but get that feedback as to where you can improve and then get back to work and make those improvements and come back and do better. You know, that's, that self-improvement is like addictive.
1: You make, you're building your body. That is amazing. You make your body the way that you want is control, yeah. you know, in principle, because it is so good the way that we look. But for me, be athlete changed my life in a very important way that is not about the way that I look at, but it was about how stronger mm. I became when I realized that I'm powerful totally. I can do whatever I need if it's dependent on my power and I think it's when the addiction comes like oh you want more gluts baby yeah
0: Watch yeah absolutely me. right but I and I swear even like the the things that happen in prep like these little decisions so small as to like when I am so starving at night like not, you know like I'm okay I'm not like so starving <laughs> but when, when I'm like really hungry and I'm on low calories and I make the decision. You know, I'm thinking about like, hey, maybe just a bite of this, maybe just a bite of this. And I make the conscious decision not to act on that and then to wake up the next morning and be like, I nailed it yesterday. Yep. You know, like that's so empowering and it yes. seems so dumb and so minuscule. But when you constantly make these decisions, uh, these good decisions and and actions, they compound, you know, and yeah. the effect of that like builds this like Empowerment, like you said, like I am, I can t- do anything, I can go through this hard shit, and I'm disciplined to do whatever I set my mind to, and I
1: fucking rock. And let me gonna tell you why. Normally, life now is everything going a little bit easier, mm. right? And you, I use it to get like everything when you want to that situation that you don't put yourself, challenge yourself, put yourself on the position that you need to work hard to get it. You know, when you face some challenge that is scary, Right. That make you don't do a doubt, you know, give it up sometimes about a dream because you feel like you are not able to do it because everything comes so easy for you. So when something hard show you, it's like, okay, not do it. Exactly. Nothing is harder than control our mind. Nothing about anything. It's like half of you so like, don't do it. Why are you doing that? Right. And another half, you better do it. Exactly. And you'll be
0: which doing like Which one life. do you listen to? You know, and which which side of your brain you listen to determines your success. You know? Amen to that. Like exactly. it's crazy. And it, so we got the feedback. And I came back, and I was working up on myself then. And I came back to Anna and I said, Anna, you need to grow me an ass. I need an ass like yours, big, pretty Brazilian. Can I just give me some of your jeans? I (laughs) will take them. I appreciate it. But, um, that was the feedback is you, you need, you need more glutes like, and to be honest, I mean, I'll go through my journey, but like, that's always the feedback, but, uh, no question. We knew that was my weak spot. So it was no surprise, but I was so motivated then more than ever. And I said, Anna, teach me everything that you have. I want you to to build me some glutes because I wanna go compete again on stage and I wanna be better and I wanna win and I wanna take it to the next level. My journey is just beginning in bodybuilding at 40 years old.
1: (laughs) And that was the most important when she told me that. First, I don't like work with athletes much. I have my clients who eventually decide to compete. I prep them because I know everything about it. But to be a coach for an athlete, we care a lot of time. You are not only there to make a meal plan and workout plan, send to them and just that. If you are coaching and you're doing that, stop. The karma is come back to you.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you're emotionally invested. I My mean...
1: gosh, is everything here? Yeah, I remember so many, many times during the session that we the session was more about the therapy to put her mind on the back on the right way. Then the workout, of course, she always ends up doing an amazing workout because you don't is, you don't let me. Help. Yeah. <laughs> That is my secret (laughs) that I'm not going to teach you here. (laughs) But the point is, when she decides, it's like, okay, you want to grow? We're going to need to take a time. She's like, no, I want to take a year. Good time. Actually, we didn't talk enough. The first year, uh, what we did, we didn't like, she had a little bit freedom and fun. And of course, she's pretty into a fitness. Like her lifestyle was healthy before. So she was eating pretty good, but some wine here, there, 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 here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so a little bit of wine tonight, Me a little bit more, more. tomorrow.
1: <laughs> but but was... we basically
0: went, so the show was in June. Yeah. And we basically, you, I had some freedom to eat whatever I wanted before. Raining it in through the holidays. Yeah. And it was like the following January 2022 last year that, Anna, you were like, all right, let's put some control on this.
1: Yeah. But are we still be booking. Yeah. Uh, but we decide, okay.
0: Well, and that actually, that's the thing. Let me, because I think that um it, we talked about this on what is on Friday because how unique it is. Or maybe it was this morning. I can't, even, can't keep it straight. We talked a lot. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I hope you guys are.
1: Falling us.
0: I think what I think is so interesting is like, I am five seven for reference. And uh, on a normal day, you know, without bodybuilding or whatever, I'm about 145 comfortably, but 142 to 145 comfortably. And my calories per day should for maintenance is like 1750, let's say. We went up to 2000 calories, which isn't even that much, 250 calories extra a day. We were working hard in the gym, lifting weights. We are car- doing cardio five days a week, not a ton, but enough. I'm active in my normal day. And
1: we I put on a lot of weight. Yeah. And that is so important to say two things that you said right now. It is a little bit more, but it's still more food to your body process Mm -hmm. than they use it. And also you kept your cardio because guys, please, cardio are important for many things in, in the process. It is important to you don't hold as much fat and water that you will because you are going to be eating more, more carbs. You are in a building phase. OK, so if you are trying to build a muscle, you're going to need to separate the in phase and have like two, three months at least only booking. But keep your cardio, not the same intensity that you're going to use and maybe in the next phase when you start to cutting, but it's important. And also for you, oh, but I don't want to lose weight. I don't do cardio at all. If you don't work your cardiovascular, you're not going to lift heavy. Your heart is going to die before your muscle. That means you're going to be squatting 45, 90 pounds. You're gonna do eight eight reps. You could have done ten reps if you have done your cardio because your heart gonna be there. If your heart dead before, you're gonna do right. eight. Your legs could do fifteen, but you are your body's not. Prepare for that. Yeah. So Andrea, when she started with me, since she doesn't have like the background for her workout was a little bit different. We need to made out the foundation about squat, leg press. I remember the first time that she really went heavy.
0: I'm embarrassed at the first time we used to leg like, press. I was <laughs> like, <laughs> I remember like pressing like I think one or two 45 pound plates on each side. And you, uh, we, we weren't training together. This is before, and you walked by me you're like you can press more than that
1: and i was for like sure. you're right i totally can but i'm just being a baby
0: on my own
1: <laughs> but that yeah. is again that is the most important you learning you put yourself out there you told me like whatever it takes i'm here i'm gonna do it
0: well you know what it is also is like you made me accountable for my actions you know what i mean like if i'm gonna lift four, like press four plates, you know, or two plates or whatever it was, uh, then that's the results I'm going to get because I'm not pushing myself. You made me accountable. If I want the results, I need to put in the work, you know, and it's a direct correlation between those two. And so working out with you, starting to work out with you gave me like a totally different perspective on what it meant to take care of my body on that level. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying, and it's not even just for bodybuilding because yeah. I'll never, I won't compete forever, um, but I'll never stop working out with you because the quality of workout that I do when I'm with you, especially when it comes to an area that I'm not as great in, you know, is so much better. And for a lot of reasons, like the mind muscle connection, the checking in to, to ensure that I'm, feeling it, that I have the right form that's conducive for the goal, you know, of the exercise for teaching me and challenging me in different ways, like that's priceless. And I read something the other day and it was like, you know, people pay for doctors and dentists and therapists and, you know, sports coaches for their kids, but like, you don't, you don't invest in yourself and for your body and your own health, you know? And, uh, I think that's like just such a powerful invest worthwhile investment is to hire somebody who knows what they're doing and who's invested in your goals and seeing you be the best. I
1: love you. I love you too. That we just went on a tangent, but it's important. I know. Thank you. You didn't plan that fail <laughs> <see you> later. <laughs> no, but it's it's so important. Principal, if you are studying, it's what she said. You know, have a good professional that are going to teach you. We're going to help you go through. We're going to help you find the passion. Help you challenge yourself in a health and a safe way. It's an investment. Thinking if you're going to pay cheap, you're going to get cheap. Yeah, you know? Right. So... It is a lot of thinking involved, and may now we are focusing, look good, but you want to shower by yourself when you are 85, 90, and the work you need to get done right now because then it's going to be too late. And have a professional to teach you, to help you is the first step. Then, you know, you can
0: learn the skills. and then you know create your
1: own your own path from there of course if you're my client you're never gonna leave me because at
0: the very least we stay for the therapy no i'm just kidding it's so much more but um so so and and
1: uh, just before we back to you and we decide to share andrea's um genre and talking about because even she's athlete guys that is a lot that the lifestyle you can get from here and introducing to yourself. See that even she looks amazing, she's is an athlete, she has a struggle like you. And it's why we are sharing. Yeah. And we decide like to give like details about the first year and how the so far, like into now. So even you're not thinking about do a show that I, I believe most of you guys are not looking for that. But you can see in order to she look that way, it's not because she, you know, has uh, an amazing genetic and she wake up like that. She worked very hard. And I hope that hard work inspiring you because it's everything about that.
0: Yeah, thank you. Uh, Okay. Well, and, you know, again, I'm not genetically blessed. I grew up in a family that are all severely overweight so i have you have to work hard for it but um so back to the journey i said anna build me a butt i am yours and so we started working out together three times a week i think first that it was two and then we up to two
1: and then three yeah yeah and,
0: and so um so we do so every monday wednesday friday we do glutes heavy on monday some some legs in there but mostly glutes hamstrings on wednesdays and glutes again on friday which has been an amazing i think uh schedule for us
1: yeah and let me explain you why we have three days and you guys can't understand why but it's a lot no on on the glutes for example on mondays we go for more like squat leg press sumo like the big exercise that are gonna require more from her overall legs, you know, so get a little bit of her quads, even we are not focused on the quads. And on Wednesday, we focus on her hams. even it's like a very good point on her physique, but we need to have a strong and good hams in order to have a good glutes, right? Because it's the, the base, let's say. And on Friday, we do a small exercise that is like, okay, not we have hip thrusts <laughs> on fridays too but we do like exercise that is more local for the glutes so that is gonna be more reps and less the like,
0: compound exercises yeah. yeah
1: it's more like focused on the glutes yeah so so
0: we did that and honestly i thought this is my this is a secret Our next competition season i'm gonna have the best glutes we'll get into that outcome in a second but So we went into January and we said, okay, let's control the diet. Let's get on some sort of meal plan that's structured with macros. So a specific amount of protein, specific amount of carbs and fats. I think it top was like 2000 calories and uh, I gained a lot of weight and I I was actually shocked because, you know, before bodybuilding, I never really counted carbs, macros, nothing. I just intuitively ate and i never thought that like 2000 calorie diet would make me blow up and i think it's interesting because i see it too you guys probably do all over the all over instagram like these women that are eating 2 2300 2500 3000 calorie diets and you're like oh if she can i can too but like everybody's body is so different and I I literally, and still am to this day, shocked that I gained as much weight as I did. And I was so uncomfortable in my body. I was, you know, I just remember like, none of my clothes really fit comfortably anymore. I just felt self-conscious, you know? I was like, this sucks. And of course, Anna and I are just getting to know my body. We're like, okay, we need to be a little bit of a surplus because we have a lot of muscle to gain.
1: And again, when she was doing a, a diet before, that was very restrictive. So when she had the six month of freedom that is she back kind of her back to her normal lifestyle, she's already started to change her body because was super sensitive. Yeah, And it was our first off season together. She was she was doing cardio, but not much. You know, like the, the intention was actually her body rest a little bit of out the intensity. Right. And building in order to build in muscle natural like she did it she put weight and fat was important so she was so scared and I was on the other side that was my intention to put her you know to gain some weight but since she never had her body you know like looking that way start to mentally Affected her a lot. So it's where I say again, to be a bodybuilder coach, you need to get it like with your client and work the mindset as well. Yeah. So we start the cutting a few months later, I think April, right?
0: Let me touch on a good point that you talked about was like, my diet was so restrictive. It was so low in calories, so low in nutrients that by the time it was done, I was like... I wasn't like, give me everything. I'm not the kind of person that's like, give me all the pizza and, you know, cookies and all the hamburgers. Like that, that wasn't it. But it's so critical to think about when you put your body in such extreme deficit like that, that the natural inclination is to, to say when you finally say, fuck it all, or I'm done prep, you know, I'm done with that. Like you go so far the opposite way, you know what I mean? I mean, prepping or not, I just mean there's so many people who do low calorie, you know, calorie deficit diets that are like when they realize it's not sustainable because it's absolutely not sustainable for one more second, you know, than you need to, um, you you just go off the rails on the other end and then you end up gaining all this weight and then some, which is what happened to me. I gained all the weight back and then some. I wanted to gain my weight back so because it's different. You know, I wanted to get back to baseline. Didn't want to gain that much weight over. It's yeah. the importance of reverse dieting.
1: Yeah. And when we decided to to start the coaching, we didn't know what we... Uh, it was
0: April, by the way. It yeah. was April, yeah. right?
1: We didn't know how the body, her, her body going to respond, right? So, and everyone by that time, because she said, how oh, I gain a weight, she's still looking amazing. <laughs> I hope she put some pictures <laughs> over here you guys can see i will
0: try to put i actually i will figure out how to put a picture of myself at my heaviest
1: all right because uh, we'll it wasn't that. like that everyone is started to asking us how when she gonna compete when she gonna do the next and that is a lot of pressure and i always say like we have no date yet why i told her we're going to pick the show when you're ready. Because that is important. I don't want to like putting her some date and then push back and then push back. Because it was our first year working together, her first off season, her first year doing the right thing. And guess what? Her glutes that she swear for God that are never going to (laughs) grow because we had time that she's like, no, it's too long. It's never going to make it. They grow. They grew a little little bit. A
0: lot. Well, in the first year, they grew maybe a lot, but I was like, man, I am busting my ass. Literally 110% every single workout three times a week. And I'm like, my parents fucked me with my genetics.
1: And it's not only that. I... I'm going to say something that is uh has a lot of polemic around but Andrea is polemic uh, a lot of uh, talking uh, discussion about
0: Okay yeah
1: what is the word in English She's natural.
0: Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: So figured out the word. I don't know the (laughs) word,
0: but that's yeah. There's a lot of discussion within bodybuilding, and also now just within the workout culture is like taking performance enhancing drugs to lose the body fat, keep or gain the muscle,
1: and have that ideal shape. We decide that we're gonna do all these growth thing in a natural way. And again, Andrea was over 40 by the time, 40, almost 41. Yeah. And then 41 and now 42. Oh, my God. And we always talking about that. Uh, she does that because she loves the sport. And she wants to go as far as she can. But she want to keep her healthy and everything. She doesn't want to go in a different way. She... Just the process, and it's why it's taking longer. Yeah. But also, uh, her body composition changes so it's much it. in the first year. That it is unbelievable. That when I look, it's like, oh my gosh, we did it. And she, different in the first year that she has only done one show for 16 weeks of prep, after she got ready for the first show... She did it better and better and get better and have done, you know, three shows right last year. Yeah, and end up doing like tell tell a little bit more.
0: So so we ended up I think starting prep in April, and and by starting prep meaning we got the diet around like you know under control starting in January brought. Calories down progressively back to like baseline,
1: and then introduce some fish and eggs because before you didn't eat exactly.
0: So I was vegan, and um, one of the yeah, that's a good point because one of the things that I realized in my first prep is that I ate a lot of processed vegan proteins, and the reason is is because when you it's well, it's just really hard to get lean protein as a vegan meaning high protein,
1: lo, low, low to no carb, low to no fat. And also the skin quality, you know, uh, in bodybuilding is everything. And when you had like so much like processed powder and anything, it's not helping. Yeah. So you look good, but you still have like, you know, some water, some inflammation that come to, from this food. and. Uh, we had a conversation was hard even for myself because I didn't want that she changed like anything. In principle that is something that is very important for her. But it's when you see if you want something bad, yeah. you cannot have skills. You're gonna need to open some sessions. And what she didn't and, it, and yeah. her body just
0: Yeah, boom. I, I did so I introduced um fish into my diet and then I introduced eggs. I would make my sister who I love so much. Dry, she has pet chickens and she would drive me down some eggs so I wouldn't have to like buy store-bought ones because I still have like this ethical, uh, you know, push-pull with eating that food. Nonetheless, it served a purpose. It serves a purpose today. I don't eat eggs, but now still fish. And it's just a decision I made. So I would say I'm like somewhere in between vegetarian and vegan because I still, fish is like the only animal product that I consume. Um So that was huge to me because not only did it just like help me with my diet and the amount of food I could eat, I just felt healthier. I just felt like I was getting more micronutrients, minerals, vitamins, that kind of stuff. So I just felt much better. So in April, we really started to bring calories down like, okay, Anna said, We're not going to say we're going to do a show because we don't know how your body is going to respond to the prep, to the low calories. So we're just going to do this reduction in a healthy way. And when your body is ready, it's going to tell us and we can do a show. But we also secretly had our sights set on July show. So we're like, okay, <laughs> oh, that sounds great, but let's try to prep for July show. So, you know, that first prep, I mean, my body didn't respond well. So I, you think. I have all this weight to lose. I'm overweight. Well, then, you know, if the the, uh, reverse happens and we start to take calories down, well, then sure, all that weight should go away so easily. But it didn't. My body went through, and we'll talk about like each prep and how it's a little different, but like that time, my body went from like, I was looking at, um, I keep record of all this, like, and I keep track of all the progress. And I was looking uh, Sunday at the progress from last time, and it's just, my weight was like, Two, three weeks, nothing, and then it would lose a pound. Two, three weeks, nothing, lose a pound. And mind you, I'm working out five, six days a week, cardio and weights, bringing calories down. And it's just my body does not like to lose weight. It just doesn't. And, um, you know, everybody's body is different. Scientifically, it could say something different if you're reading a publication about reduction in calories and how you lose weight, you know, calories in versus calories out. But the body doesn't always respond in that linear way. And so we were having to figure out, like, okay, what do we do? Do we lower the carbs? Do we lower the fats? Do we, like, you know, do we carb cycle?
1: Do we have extra food? Yeah. Do do we feed that normally works very good for her? Mm. That we, it's what we start. Giving her a refit, her weight start to drop.
0: Refeed meaning, like you know, be calorie restrictive all week, have like a tight diet and then have like a refeed, like an extra meal or extra food in a meal yeah, one meal per week. Something
1: different that you have normally. Yeah. So some sweet potato fries. She loves uh, fries in general. <laughs> she sometimes brings some surprise with some burger that I wasn't supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, it was uh, as she said, it's very hard when you know how how you are in the deficit of calorie and you're not losing weight. Welcome to bodybuilding.
0: Welcome to just being a woman. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean. We'll just note that this is going to go to, I think we're going to have to break this up in two different um, episodes because I want to get into where we are today. I don't think we'll get there today. I don't want this episode to be too long, but we were talking today about just the way my body's responding this prep. And it's so interesting that like when you get into your thirties and into your forties, how your hormones start to change and there are things happening to your body Um, that you cannot explain. You can be doing all of the things right, but your body is like, nope, I'm going to stay right
1: where I am. And that it's so, even just for her, accept that is hard. Yeah. Because she has no excuse for nothing. She's like,
0: no. I'm still like,
1: babe, listen. I know. She's like,
0: babe, you're old. Come to terms. You're 42. We are. (laughs) Pre-menopause probably. I'm like, oh my God. It's because, look
1: at us. You know, we are happy to be a woman the age that we are. She's 42. I'm 38. Actually, I'm super proud. I'm excited for my 40s. I'm not going to lie. I'm never going to use my age as skills. I'm going to be 16 telling to the little girls, you watch out. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know how to (laughs) cook better. (laughs) But uh, it's a fact, you know, it's a fact for myself. I'm not on prep before. I, I didn't a few chains and my body boom, came together. Now it's a way harder, and every year get harder. Yeah, and yeah, that is uh, was very hard in the first cutting together but watching the body, making the small decision that sometimes went good, sometimes was a learning we didn't do again. And we, yeah. I can say that was amazing last year. Yeah. Your placements, the way that uh, she looked, very good. Her clothes, her symmetry. That bikini is everything about to be symmetric. It's not about to have a huge clothes so yeah. or any muscle bigger than the other, but be everything symmetric. And she was amazing but again she yes we have the babes we first oh my gosh
0: my dog's barking this whole time. It's, uh...
1: everyone loves dog. If you don't <laughs> love dog, I don't know why you're doing I over don't there? think
0: anybody loves dogs barking though that's one thing I can probably guarantee but uh... so so the first show we ended up competing in July. my body got down to a level that we thought I could be presentable on stage but the idea was you know, is it my best? Probably not. There's still some work to do, but this is a good opportunity to get my feet wet again, get back on stage, get some of those nerves out and get the feedback from the judges to see if what we're doing is on the right track.
1: And normally, you know, body needs like more than walk coaching to get the best. Yeah. So as the first show of season that is kind of warm up, yeah, you can be in your best, You're going to be in your best to that time. You were on your best for that time. But in the other one, you had more time, you look better. Yeah. And this is the bodybuilder. You know, bodybuilding is about every show. If you see the Mr. Olympia this year, he's going to look better next year. Yeah. It is not because he wasn't ready this year. Because if he doesn't look, he's not going to win.
0: But every year you have an opportunity to get better, that's what and you improve. do in your off season, you improve. So, we got the feedback work on your glutes, get a little bit more conditioned, and we're not surprised. And uh, we had eight weeks later that we went that we did our next show, and I ended up taking first amongst like 13 14 girls, and yeah, I mean, it was. I did very well. And I think that was my best physique. Yeah. Because we had given my body enough time to like come down in a comfortable way with having the warm up show, reversing a little bit after the show, bringing them back down. And my body just responded better to that. Yeah. Um, and then we went on to compete eight weeks after that.
1: So yeah. where I also
0: did well, but didn't yeah. amazing.
1: Didn't yeah. amazing and you are, you know, was your first time in doing a national level show and you didn't very good. Very good, mostly. Not even make the top five. You were there, you yeah. are fighting. And again, we didn't the shows and back to reverse. Yes. Back to off season. That is not again. For me, you are on breath. I'm on breath. I, I mean, it is, has the intensity that is different. But this time we didn't different. So like, listen, we have done the first of season that will be, you know, you had your freedom and then we upped the calorie to 2000 that was necessary, but we had building in a lot. So we. Gonna work on the tiles and I don't wanna you go too heavy because it's gonna be, I don't wanna that you get the hard time again to lean out. That means you're gonna need to have a longer prep because again, if you go too hard on cardio, you're gonna lose muscle. And if you had done everything to build in the last thing that we want is in the little babes. I know. So we decide to do different, of course. Again, she had freedom, but we set up like how many calories and she didn't stop to do her cardio anytime.
0: Well, and I knew this time I'm not gaining weight. I'm not going to get to that point. I just don't need it. And actually thinking back like 2000 calories, that was a lot of food for me to eat. Also, I think we get used to eating that much because eventually like it was nothing um, or I didn't think about it, but like initially to put down two thousand calories of food for me
1: was just was too even much. hard to convince you to do it, but it was important.
0: It's good to know now we know how my body responds enough to know this time like I'm not go- I don't need to go back to body, that place because you
1: didn't yes. need it because you didn't as a mistake that I see a lot of athletes doing over there and I have done this mistake when I was athlete is do everything and then whatever mm-hmm. eat whatever work out but don't do your cardio, you're gonna lose progress yeah or maybe make a step back you know so yeah. you didn't do that and that's why you didn't need to go again to the beginning the, the the beginning process you're already in another level yeah so I remember I'm like you're gonna keep my cardio high I'm like I said like I will and she. Hate it.
0: Well, there's nothing like coming out of a show, especially for prepping from April to November and in November, that's a long time. And all you want at the end of that, or at least all I want is like normalcy. And for my world not to revolve around living in the gym and eating out of Tupperware and bringing my meals places, I just wanted to be like, I don't want to do two different workouts you know like let me do an easy cardio let me do it with my one hour weights and like call it an hour and a half a day but we did mo- we did moderate it and the good yeah. thing that you said you're like you could do 40 minutes you were doing 40 minutes before we ever met you know every day five and days that a week. is the
1: point for you for me for you it's what I told her let's be realistic the way that you want to look like you're gonna you need to work baby yeah You can also like whatever now, we're gonna. No, cardio is important. Cardio after 40 is necessary. Yeah. I I can say after 30s, you know, because otherwise you're gonna need to eat less. And it has some definition that we work in doing the cardio, some details in the muscle that is important too. So I, you know. (sighs)
0: And we t- we actually said like cardio is necessary if you want to have the freedom to eat, yeah. because if you don't, if you want to like continue to be like really, I don't want to say restrictive, but really like uh not have alcohol, not have as
1: much desserts, not have as much freedom,
0: then you can maybe reduce your calories. Don't have the,
1: the extra cheese, yeah you know, don't right. have like, I do cardio every day and exactly because I want to look the way that I do and I want to eat what I eat. You can be different, good. You can have a different strategy. It is perfect because yes, that is individual. But I'm gonna say this again: we are sharing Andrea's process because even she's athlete. You can see, in order to look that way, it is a lot of work to do. So don't come with skills like, "Oh, but I cannot work out in the cardio." If you need lose weight, baby. You can you get should. up at five
0: o'clock. You can do it first thing in the morning like I do, too. You know, you could, I mean, there's, if you, if
1: where there's a will, there's a way. That's, it is just like, It's Joyce. So yeah. was so good that Andrea, like she always, we have a very good connection. So we, sh- we shed a lot. It's never like you need to do it and just that. Sometimes you are like, "Oh, but I don't," and you know. And you're
0: like, "Yes, you do. You
1: need to do yeah. it." Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes she thinks like, "Well, I think if I sh- if I should do that," and it's so like, "Yeah, you're right. Let's try it," because she knows her body better than I. She lives twenty four seven her body, so she knows what kind of food is gonna make she feel bloating, what kind of food that is sustainable for her, having it, and the way that her body respond. So always mm-hmm. is like she's doing but she's no why and we decide together i think is this susas happen yeah because of that because also
0: you keep me though <laughs> <laughs> My dog just attempted and failed at jumping on the couch. She's,
1: she's brave; she got oh, it. She's
0: not very athletic, but I think what's good is like a, a cardio example is a good time after the shows. So I was like, oh, I don't want. I was doing like an hour of cardio. She's like, bring it down to forty, and I'm like, a forty is so long. And she's like, stop whining. You were doing forty minutes of cardio five days a week before. What's and also it's good for your mental health. And I was like you know what? You're right. I'm such a baby. Like, of course I want to do 40 minutes cardio. That's nothing. I put on some YouTube videos before you know what it's like done. And I feel good and not to like lose weight. I just feel good to like get a sweat on and just mentally clear my head. So I dig it. I mean, it's great. I, I think we're going maybe a little bit too long. So I think we should wrap up this. And then for the next episode, we talk about where we are today. And what our goals are going forward
1: in the next eight <laughs> weeks
0: and for this, for this season.
1: All right. And also a glutes update. <laughs> yeah. And it's what I, I told Andrea, even if we don't want to have like a long episode and because we know we don't want to, we want you guys watch and get connected and, but we also Want to share all the informations, and it is so much to share. And I hope that you guys are doing cardio while while watching or listening to us. It's that is goal a good is idea. To be
0: entertaining enough to help your cardio go by
1: fast. <laughs> yeah, I love when people put it like a good like uh, informations out there, and I can use that when I'm doing my cardio. But uh, again, we just want to bring like all the perspectives mm-hmm. and our point of view and you're going to figure it out what you can get from this disinformation this and, and put in your life and start to work on your own goals. Yeah.
0: And next time I think we should talk about, I, what I want to talk about is like um some self image issues and some body issues. Cause I think that that's really important. It's probably not spoken about as often yeah. in general, but um cause you know, you keep saying like, Oh, she looks great. And you look like this. And in my mind, things, sound a little bit differently but well i think we should talk about that for sure for i think sure. we should talk about this the struggles that i've had during this prep and uh the ups and downs my metabolism my what we've done oh my gosh um and what our plan is going forward for the next eight weeks of prep
1: yeah so next episode is gonna be about where we are at right now Yes. and you guys gonna love it oh my gosh she drove me crazy. <laughs> but I love you so much. Thanks. Oh. Uh,
0: but also, if you have any questions, curious to hear what you thought about this episode, leave them in the comments below. Um, we'd be happy to address them if we have more time on the next episode also, because this world of bodybuilding, this world of prep is so crazy. But still, I feel like some of the dieting strategies, the techniques, the tactics, the struggles are relatable to anybody who's going through a diet phase. So definitely let us know what your thoughts are. But and I hope you guys
1: are getting used in my accent. (laughs) I swear that I try to speak as low. You are doing amazing. I love your accent. But I speak with my heart. If you don't understand me, keep watching, listen to us. You're going to get used, I promise. I
0: promise. And (laughs) we just also keep getting better. Like, so listen, continue listening. If the topic's at least interest you, I think that we're getting more used to talking on this thing and like to a camera and to nobody. We have no problem talking to each other nonstop, bouncing from a million different ideas, but it's fun. You know, I think we're we're getting better. Yeah. Yeah. Scent is always the best. So, anyway, thank you. Like, subscribe, leave your questions below. Don't forget, and tune in next week as we fill you in on their current prep journey and where we go from here. Yes. Bye. Thanks for listening to Behind the Body, the podcast that's all about helping women prioritize their health and wellness. Remember, small steps can lead to big results, and progress, not perfection, is the goal. If you enjoyed today's episode, please like, subscribe, and share with a friend. You can also follow us on Instagram and YouTube and let us know what topics you want us to cover next. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll catch you next time on Behind the Body.